Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm so sorry, y'all. Happy birthday. It's horrible. To you. What? Happy birthday, dear. What's your name again? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, happy birthday. To what, what's your name? <laughs> that almost made me spit out my iced tea. <laughs> Thank I you. forget your name. What's your name? It's again? someone's birthday, y'all, and it was also Lindsay's birthday. But that was that birthday song was even sadder than the one I just did. <laughs> I just wrote this is the saddest birthday song <laughs> ever. It's this ever. one's birthday today. We're recording it. It is. I'm already uh-huh. too full because Aunt Peggy came over earlier and she made a chocolate cake. But y'all know. And Peggy and Aunt Darla don't talk anymore. And so they just call each other the bitch. And so, really? Oh, yes. And um, my Aunt Darla shows up for dinner, and she comes, and she made a chocolate cake. <gasps> and so I immediately ran in the kitchen and hid Aunt Peggy's chocolate cake. And now I'm going to have to eat so much fucking cake, I'm going to shit myself. Sounds like a good problem to have. And it's all chocolate, so it's going to make my acid reflux go crazy. Maybe so I'm not going to sleep tonight. Maybe you could freeze it. Or I'm you, just trying to be hashtag grateful for the love. Or you could just throw one away. I don't know whose that would be. No, you have to sit down in front of them and eat the cake and them see you eat. Could, you, could your mother give you a cake and not watch you eat it? No, but she would understand if I had reflux. Actually, she probably wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I'd still real, need to, I'd, I need to take a bite. I, you know what? My mom's not a my mom's not a huge sweet person. She'd probably like she'd be like, I don't care. But but if I, your mother made you a meal for your birthday, I didn't eat you it. Did, and if you didn't need a sufficient amount of it, what would she say? Um, 
that's never been like a you big. You can't take a bite. You, I, t- I take a bite, but that's never been a big thing in my house. Oh, my family. That's why half my more than half my family. They're all super fat because they all have food issues. <laughs> I mean, I because they grew up poor. I and was, they didn't eat. I so was when they given, eat, that's love. I was given food issues by my parents, but uh, not but those. For, but for completely different reasons. <laughs> okay. Um, I think uh, <sighs> I, I I grew up in a house where. Um, we got our favorite food maybe until we were like 12 or 13. And then we might get a, my mom might buy a pie at the grocery store. <laughs> Birthdays were never a huge deal. It's just like, I don't know. I was loved, but we just never made a big deal out of it. <laughs> I'm just letting you get there that your parents didn't love you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> What if, what are you gonna do for your birthday? God, my voice is so gross and raspy. Um, you know, usually I like to make a little rhyme for my birthday. Forty one, let's have fun. Shit like that. Uh, Forty two is not about you because oh, it's not. It's not about me. My birthday. It's about my dad. It's about being here. Honestly, but can you celebrate I, it a little bit? Can you celebrate just be gratitude? Maybe instead uh, of making it about yourself. Tonight. No, 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 I'm saying it's not about me. It's about my dad. It's about being here for my dad. I see. And like being with my family. That's what I was saying. Yeah. So, but honestly, I've had cubicle warrior shit all day. I've been working the entire day for like nine hours. So, well, that's terrible. I hope you have a drink. Um, maybe, but it'll probably make my acid reflux go crappy <laughs> and then I can't sleep. So, and maybe, how about maybe just sit in a cold room with a <laughs> y'all give me the love. I'm not doing well today. I'll be honest. I'm glad my boyfriend's here, but it's it's also just y'all. My dad's not doing well, so we're he could be dying next week if this last cancer treatment does not work. We're going to see. But so in that, I have because I was in Houston, and then we had to rush back, and now I'm here trying to get work done with you and do this, and then. Everybody's afraid my dad's going to die. So there literally <laughs> have been so many people and everyone now has gotten vaccinated in Oklahoma. Oh my God. So there's been like 20 people at my dad's house today coming in and out while I'm trying to work and get shit done. It's just a lot. A lot. You need an emotional I'm support actually, dog. I need your birthday present that you got me because I got it today via email. Uh, Amazon sent me an email. Uh, so I appreciated it. Good. But the, the basic, what is it? It's the basics of like meditation or how to fuck a Tibetan monk. Is that what it was? Uh, yes. And I got it because it had basic in the name. <laughs> <laughs> like you. There's it's another true. part of it coming tomorrow. They told me they wanted to deliver it. Uh, they couldn't deliver it um, in two days because something about a rural route that they had to pass live oh, chickens. Yeah. Um, exactly. Oh yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> they have to. They have to get. Uh, they have to this call Albert uh, Al Sweeney, and they've got to make sure that you know he's got the bridge up. And if if he doesn't have <laughs> his bridge up, then the UPS can't get by. It was supposed to come today, but I got an email saying due to this being in a less in a less traveled area, it was basically like saying you live in butt fucking Egypt. We do. We do. <laughs> So do I, though. I get those messages all the time when I send stuff to my parents. Yeah. So, Um, anyway, I say all that to everybody. Send him some love. Well, but I say all that to say I'm very happy to do this. And I'm very, I'm, you know, this is like, 
I am having the gratitude. This is the first time I've been with my mom and my dad on my birthday in probably wow twenty years. So I haven't been with them in a long time. So they're not together, y'all. <laughs> they're not together. But also, I'm not ever here right. on my birthday. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm definitely, um, you know, I'm definitely grateful for you know being with them and everything. So, how are you? I'm pretty good. <laughs> Am I supposed to complain after you've talked about your father's cancer? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a fake cancer. It's not. It's true. Um, and y'all don't freak out. We still have a good. We just got it. We've got it kind of like a hail mary. He's going to go in the hospital for um, a week or two. We'll see. So um, that's been our life for the last six months. We'll see. You know, we'll it see. really is. It, you can't make <laughs> plans. So. Um, Shout out to Kim and Kyle, who I didn't think I was going to be able to do our show this coming week, and they were offering to step up and help you, but I yeah. think I want to be able to do it now. I'm going to take a rain check. I'm going to tell them I'll take a rain check on that. You know, they they, they could say that for, oh, God, the pattern just told me to begin again. And no, we're not, we're not. We're not. Fuck you, pattern. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> we're not dealing with that right now. Um, I will say, though, even with all the shit day that I had. Sitting down to watch Summer House for 45 minutes and seeing how pathetic Lindsay's life is somewhat <laughs> made me feel better. Um, okay. Bless so her heart. Let's, should we just jump in? Do we have let's any, do we have any announcements? This. Y'all just follow our things. I don't know. Uh, I think we have, no, I think we have Review of Palooza. That's, we talked about that a lot. So yeah. make sure to leave a five-star review and you get uh, to celebrate Supercast. And then... Um, Y'all, if you haven't listened to Mary Millions, we've got a new theme song. Mary Millions. When are we supposed to do our Bi Curious again episode? Next week. Ne- okay. My Where dad will we? be in the hospital that no week. No so way. I, I think we were supposed to do it that yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was this week. I no, don't know. I think it's next week. We can do it next hey, week. Hey, y'all, you're going to get one a month. I don't know when it is. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be lo- – you might get the YouTube live from me in a fucking, like, hospital I waiting think, room. I think we said we were going to do – you know what? Let me not announce it because I, I need to – I think I know what it is, um, and it's good. But uh, I don't know. Someone said, I thought you are going to do House of Ho. Y'all – Yeah, let's talk about this. The they just had some shit go down. I don't know if yeah. I said this on I replied to someone on Patreon about this who asked us, and I was all ready to do it in <laughs> until you guys, you know, you, you heard about Texas. They're they're in Houston. And uh Dr. Nate, who's Judy's boyfriend, he had a really terrible family tragedy. And so kind of unspeakable, really, like his kids passed and his yeah. mother or maybe his grandmother. Um. Uh, in a fire, so I uh, it doesn't really lend us to talking about it. It just I know they they filmed that as Rodney says the past is the past, the past, the past, the past, and they filmed that show in the past. But it just doesn't feel right for us to it watch a show right. and make fun of a family right now. Well, even it doesn't even if we wouldn't make fun of them to make light of what they might be going through. So we're gonna yeah. wait. I don't think the show's going anywhere, so we'll do it. They later. might have a actually. They might have a second season. Yeah. Um, Ling Empire's having a second season. I know. Brandon, the producer, just posted about it. Yeah, Kevin Kreider is all over that shit, posting about it. God, I would like to suck his balls. <laughs> he is so hot. And selling sunsets coming back, y'all. Your favorite and mine. 
<laughs> I admit that that show is pretty it's good. So trash. good, it's it's, it's absolute good. shiny, gross garbage. It's, it's pretty good. We're definitely going to do a vicarious of it for sure. With aspiring drag queen Christine Quinn, uh, true. and that monster Davina. <laughs> yes, and poor, no. poor down on her luck. Uh, uh, I almost, I always say Trishel, but it's Chrishell. It's the same. <laughs> it's a horrible name. Trish- whatever it is, uh, Trishel who or Chrishell who just can't sell that house in the valley. <laughs> she just can't. <laughs> No one wants to go to Van Nuys to buy that house. <laughs> it actually wasn't on a bet. I think she finally did sell it, but boy. There's nothing wrong with Van Nuys. We fucked a lot of guys in Van Nuys. Oh, they all come from there. They, um, ooh, swing low, that dick. Uh, I just got hot, too. You just took your sweater off. Um, I'm in between. Oh, God. It's actually, all right. it, it rained again here, and it was cold. We're supposed to have tornadoes, so. You know, it gives a shit. Um... So let's jump into the show. Oh, you know what I have to say? I do. I want to end on a pod. Something, no, because I feel like I bitch. Something I am excited about. Y'all, the theaters have been closed in Los Angeles. So tomorrow, I rented the whole theater out. And I'm taking like 10 or 15 members of my family, because you can take up to 20 people. And that have all been around my dad. And so everything's being safe. And we're going to go. And we're going to see Wonder Woman 1984. And I'm going to get to watch it in theater. And my dad's going to get to eat popcorn. He literally, that is the, he was at the hospital or we, we, we were at the hospital in Houston this week. And they said, well, we could check you in now. My dad said, nah, we can't. It's my son's birthday. We got to go see Wonder we gotta Woman. We got to go see. <laughs> and the doctor looked at him like he was fucking crazy. And the doctor he said, goes, oh, gay. Right. Yeah. Got it. He just went, well, just get everything in order. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, that is going to be. I almost wish you were here to see my excitement for it and for you to have to put up with it. But instead, I'm kind I have of that, that instead I have that karaoke mic that the Sissy Squad mod group <laughs> gave to us and it's going to be everything I've ever wanted to annoy you. I hate that thing. <laughs> I almost threw it away this weekend. Don't uh, you lose it in that move. Don't you lose it in that move maybe, while I'm maybe gone. Maybe in a box that I never find. Oh goodness! Um, All right, so sorry. I just wanted to say that now we can go on the show. Uh, uh, do you, when you run out of theater, do they give you the snacks for free? Uh, no, you still buy them. That sounds absurd. Well, they <laughs> you still have you know. Well, theaters don't have a lot of money right now, so I think you know, you know what they, you're right. I don't think they can give a lot of stuff, things away for free. Fine, you should just bring your own snacks. <laughs> It wasn't bad. It was $240 to rent the whole theater. You know, and for I mean, $20 not, a ticket, do you yeah. have, do you have, I guess you have to pay for their tickets too. No, that includes the 20 people. That's actually not bad. Yeah, so and everybody's like, hey, I'll give you 10 bucks. Like, and so I, I tell them you don't have to. And they're like, no, 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 I will. So it's, yeah, it's great. Okay. Well, Y'all, that'll be, you well, that'll be with fun. Your, you want to get out with your family? You want to do something that feels safe? Get a maybe... Maybe you have like eight or ten people you quarantine with. Go to a movie. That's a great idea. Well, now people are getting vaccinated more and more. Um, and they're showing older movies, too. It's just – it doesn't – this is through at AMC, but you don't have to do just present movies. You can see – they have like 20 different movies you can see. I think it also depends on where you are and how open the state is. I don't, I don't think you can do this in Los Angeles. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I think you can do it in other parts of California. I think they said – Gyms might be, be open in the next two weeks here. It's going to start coming now. Um, 
I'm actually not really ready for it. I'm 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 still having huge anxiety about it. But you know, I, am t- I get it. I am too. Like, because somebody said, "Well, you've had the vaccine. You could just go to a regular theater because it's open here." And I'm like, "No, no, I'm not going to do that." Thank you. <clears throat> um, Let's do this. I want to get done with these people and move on to Hot Carl. When can he come back and be in the house? He is back. At the end of the episode. It is. I also want, I'm excited more to talk about the end, but so let's jump in. Um, this episode is called, is this episode six? Oh, episode five, or no, season five, episode six. Yeah. Power pointless. Which, power pointless. <laughs> Tell me if you didn't, I mean, if I'd say, I almost said power, power, uh, oh, I just got this title, power pointless. That's a good one. Why they, even a blind pig finds an acorn on this one. But it's, kind of it's not it's kind of not good um i don't know also they should have did they did they make it with a you know what i'm not even gonna go into grammar here i'm gonna move on (laughs) so y'all this is the night after it's still this is after steven and Lindsay just had the big fight for uh, admittedly Lindsay's horrible horrible birthday yeah took 10 minutes to get together put birthday dinner but did, is is this the I, I still have a problem with her um her this is not when you do it you you have a discussion about it that isn't heated um it's not very southern what she did yeah. it wasn't very I, I agree it is where's the gratitude in this because yeah if, uh, my mother told me if somebody comes to our house and they give you a rusty tin can at, can as a gift you say thank you and very you much act and like it it is the greatest gift in the world and you accept that gift because you have no idea of what of where they're coming from and giving right and like it, it is a kind of a thing that maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't that but maybe have a conversation after uh and maybe in saying, you know, maybe maybe the conversation about their relationship after would have been even better. Maybe that's what could have been better if she hadn't complained <sighs> about the dinner. Yes. Yeah. I think because it wasn't thoughtless. Mm-mm. It wasn't up to par. But it wasn't. It's not it's for kind her. Of like what, it's like <clears throat> what Lindsay said. And I he guess. He doesn't know her at all. He doesn't know it's her. Li- he doesn't know her, and the things she said, the things he does stuff, it's almost like it's elementary school, and he wants a pat on the back for yeah. coloring in the lines. And so I kind of think I agree with that, what he did, but it wasn't thoughtless. It, I think that's the way he processes the world, though. I mean, well, we're going to talk we're apparently see about the way he processes. Um, so, um, so he left. Lindsay is crying to Danny. Kyle is crying, and I don't understand why Kyle is crying <laughs> to Amanda. I think he's very emotional uh, in general. Remember that Carl had left. Oh, his, uh, okay. his brother had died. Thank that you was for all, me that. That was all in one day. day. That this was all in one like day. Four weeks ago, that Carl died, or Carl's brother died. Yeah, four weeks ago. I don't now oh. remember. I think there are fifteen episodes in the season. Um, I'm not sure. I think this was a mid-season because, yeah, maybe maybe there maybe there are fewer. I don't know, but they are they're picking and choosing which days to cover. Obviously, yes. Um, so there must have been a lot of days when nothing happened, nothing. like the real world. <laughs> it, it was a lot of again of Danny talking about overhead and priority. Oh, I God, felt so- my I felt my body wither towards death during those and when kyle is on the phone god i hate I that 
I get what, it. You can't find Lover Boy. I don't care. What makes them? What makes them think that that's interesting? Is it almost I, voyeuristic to look into their life? Maybe they're trying to make it relatable. I think it ain't. It's not. And so they're there. So Kyle does say that some things that with Lindsay and Stephen, they first of all, she's not on any birth control, and right. they are. What is it called? Shoot and scoot. Shoot and spray. Or shoot no, spray. shoot and spray? No, spray, spray. and pray and spray. spray. And pray and spray. Or spray and pray. Clearly, we don't have sex with women and worry <laughs> about getting pregnant. What's it called? They used to call Shake and bake? Pray and spray. They did. There goes on um, pray and spray. Shoot and poot. That's what I thought it was. Um, and so, and also <laughs> Kyle brings up, we forget, y'all, they've only been dating a year. A year. And honestly... I mean, a year isn't isn't that it's it's not too short to be engaged, but not for someone like Lindsay. Uh, you know, I I don't I think well, honestly more not for someone like Stephen. I think right. Stephen's a bit emotionally immature, and I think that they've broken up a couple times before. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it was like a great year. Um, so <laughs> I was I wrote down Sierra is Sierra somewhere in that pile of pillows. In okay. her bed. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote her room is tragic. It is so. You know, it reminds oh. me of when you wouldn't have time to do your laundry and you would just throw your laundry on your bed and you just sleep on your bed with your laundry. I, <laughs> y'all, I'm a pretty, I try to be a pretty clean person, but I hate putting up laundry. And sometimes I would do my laundry, I would put it up and I wouldn't have time. And no, I would you just for like, throw it on your bed. <laughs> I throw it on my bed and for like on one side of my bed because I slept alone. And then for like three or four days, I would just sleep on that side of the bed. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. And I was like, is she under there? Is she just <laughs> under a couple blankets? Is And I was like, is that a butt? Is that a leg? And then I realized she was over in the side. But she was over but in the side. The fact that I was like, is there a person under that pile of coat hangers, clothing, um, used paper plates, uh, <laughs> tin cans. Tin cans. Um, she also eats in her bed, which is not something I like to do. But I do not eat in my bed. Yeah. Even when Hannah was eating that bar in her bed, I went, no, I'm no, grossed no, out. no. I don't know what, what that is. Y'all, um, I don't feel like you should eat in your bed. <laughs> I understand the idea of people having breakfast in bed. You know, you give your mom that on Mother's Day or whatever. Your bed is where you, your bed is where you read, you watch TV, you fuck, you sleep. I mean, I don't even eat Cheez-Its or crackers no. in my bed. Nope. It's but just, for some people they do. For some people they do. I don't know. It's not for me. Um, I'm not. I'm not actually coming for you. I'm just saying. Not You're for just me. saying. Um, so it's a line out of my book. I used to say that all the time. I'd say I'm just saying, and it's so passive aggressive. <laughs> So now, and the next person we have, the lonesome cowboy, Luke, he is just singing in his room, and it's like, uh, oh, been a oh, wait, long wait. week, carefree I, tonight. I have to tell everybody, I know we heard a little bit. Oh, we have the we, whole song. <laughs> we have the whole song here. This is a reality gaze exclusive. <laughs> the whole thing is here. Uh you know, I feel like, do we have any um, background music? Do we have, we have some guitar? <laughs> <laughs> Been a long Go ahead. Week 
tonight. I'm carefree tonight. Got my shirt and tie. Sitting on the floor. Wondering when my baby's gonna come see me. Don't know if I'm drunk tonight. My underwear kind of smells. Maybe I need to wash it now. I'm just a cowboy. Don't know that cowboys live in a house like this. But I'm feeling lonely tonight. I'm feeling like I need a woman tonight. Maybe I'll go jerk my dick. Those condoms really miss me. And good night. <laughs> it was so wow. terrible. Oh. I just dropped the mic. I'm okay. No, and before you screamed at your microphone and deafened all of us. It's true. It was it was a terrible he should never write songs. He should never write and I, songs. And I tell people all the time, you should never write songs. You do. Actually, <laughs> but, you do. but honestly, he really, really should never write songs. No, never. <laughs> never. Um, so basically, uh, Hannah, Hannah and Amanda make up uh, quasi. And uh, because she says Hannah, or I think Amanda goes to Hannah, because you know okay. Hannah's not going to apologize first. It was basically like, um, Hannah, I'm sorry I threw the jello shots at you. Or, no, I'm sorry I threw the. Um, I'm sorry I threw a margarita at you. Margarita or you. something. And, like, and I'm sorry that I told you that you were a horrible piece of shit human <laughs> and I would never be the friends with you again. That's the same thing. And you know what? They're fine now. I They're love fine. it. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. Oh, I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my, um, 
important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies, Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. It's they, I think the problem with Amanda, and I could see this with part of myself, I think Amanda, and I think this is one reason why Kyle gets upset, uh, Amanda doesn't, um, she would rather not fight for um, her point of view. Uh, she would rather just give in and just make peace. She'd rather make peace, yeah. And there's something to say for that. Um, because I think Kyle's the, and Hannah are the opposite of that in, in a problematic way. They right. always want to feel feel vindicated. Like again, yep. like our friend Brene Brown says, they they want to be right. right. They don't want to get it right. And I I think too they are they like confrontation. And Amanda, confrontation is the worst thing. It's the worst thing she, for her. She, it may have been like in her in her family or something that they that that was what they did. So she in my family, that's my brother. My brother does not want to have confrontation. Yeah. Yep. In my in my family, it's me and the rest of my family who want to fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all fighters except for my brother who's just like, okay. <laughs> Poor brother poodle. <laughs> brother poodle. Brother poodle. Brother poodle, could you do the sermon today? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Brother poodle, could you lead that choir again? <laughs> yes. You know, I'm filled with the spirit today. I've got Thank my, you, got my flat front khakis on. You do. I love that sweater vest, Brother Poodle. <laughs> do you see this? My friend gave it to me. It is a brooch in the shape of a cross. Oh, how godly, Brother Poodle. I appreciate that. That's wonderful. By the way, Brother Poodle, uh, please stop watching the men's basketball practice. It's making them uncomfortable. I, you know, I'm just a huge basketball fan. You know me. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We just want to make okay. sure we weren't sinning with our eyes. Don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I need to, I noticed that you're always, uh, you're always in the bathroom, uh, checking out the, um, the uh the younger ministers uh shoes oh yes definitely you know i love a pair of florsham's <laughs> they're my favorites they're my favorite brother um brother. oh god we All need right. to move on here comes every let's go when we go down to the river <laughs> all right there we go 
we got to move Y'all, on. If you want to do a fake gospel song, just talk about the river and it will work. Down to the river, I'm going to baptize you in the river. Down to the river, going to get our spirits clean. clean. Down to the river, got to clap on one and three. <laughs> Uh, down to the river to pray God, <laughs> praise God, praise his lovely blood. <laughs> oh, yes, river and blood. You got to say you. something about blood in there. Because the river becomes a river of blood. And my soul or something like that. It gets freaky. Okay, so anyway, so she clears the air and then um, Lindsay finally kind of emerges from talking to Danny. And they're like, let's go drink. Let's go have fun. And Lindsay comes up and Kyle's like, I'm so sorry. So sorry. And then you realize she doesn't know <laughs> that he's left. And that's and when you, all of us collectively mouth dropped. You see the reaction on her face. And there's a couple of stages to this, y'all. Oh, yeah, the there is. The first is absolute horror that you can only see in her eyes. Uh-huh. And then there is mortification when she realizes how people think about her. Yeah. And then there's a flash of anger where she would oh. murder him now. If she had lasers that came out of her eyes, yeah. everyone would be dead in that house. And then it goes to, I'll show him, I won't care. Uh, and she puts on her like Lindsay PR shield or, or, or whatever she does. And mm. y'all, that happens in exactly one second. <laughs> if that. <laughs> All it's of that. Like- <laughs> It's kind of incredible how she makes that and processes that. And basically, Lindsay is kind of like, look, you know I have abandonment issues because my mom left me when I was two. Right, because her mom mom left her. She's like, so you just get up and fucking leave? You could not do a worse thing to Lindsay. No. Yeah. No. Um. So after all this happens, you hear from the birthday, the, the, the kitchen, Happy birthday, birthday to you. And it's just jello shots. <laughs> Hannah's just looking for some like bologna in the fridge. Like no one's not even really there. And she's like, you guys. And, I'm just, and, and I was, was like, so holy tone change. Um, and it made me feel better about my father's cancer birthday. Really? It, it, was, it was so cringe, y'all. They should have they should have just included a few cyanide pills on the plate. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. Because it was the saddest, saddest sad. birthday, happy birthday ever. And it was just shots of fireball. That I'm not sad about. The fact that was no there was no cake, that's a little ridiculous. It's a little ridiculous. And they start saying, everybody keeps saying, and you know when it, this is, everybody keeps saying, let's have fun. And I'm fine with the word fun. Actually, Ina Garten talks about, she tries to do things that are fun, but it's in a different way. Because I, here's what I'm going to do. When adults, it's trying too hard. When you're at a party with adults and you're in, you're like, we're just, when you're an adult and everybody just says, let's have fun. Mm-hmm. That means those people are going to have so much pressure to have fun. It's right. going to be not fun. It's going to be not fun. I think you've nailed why the show feels so uncomfortable to me this season. Um, And why it's such a drudge because it's, they're all trying to have fun all the time when they're not working. And it's almost like, let's, Put on something for the Let's cameras. Put on a show. Let's put on a show. Yeah. And Whereas before we got them working, blowing and, off steam, and blowing off steam. Yeah. yeah. This this is it, it's. I mean, this is 
this is something that would only happen this year, you guys. And and that's why I don't I, – I, and we said this last week about Carl's brother passing and the format of that show and how it was just weird. And also, mm-hmm. I didn't tell you this, but um, I don't know if you got any messages about this. I had at least three talking about – I uh, have four or five. Actually. Yeah, about how they're like, thank you for talking about that and how um, – and what your conversations about addiction and also our conversations. What else was it we talked about? And, and, and we have to give credit. We said that episode was weird, but we have to give credit to that episode. <laughs> it made us broad discussion. It made us have that conversation. But, a lot of people thought about their own lives with addiction. Yeah. And, and also um, it wasn't, he didn't die from suicide, but it was very a right. similar kind of shock of loss. So we I had some messages about that. But other people were talking about how, Wow, just it, to talk about it and then to have it felt like a really irresponsibly put together show. So we a weren't. A lot of the, people felt Lindsay shouldn't have had her birthday. No, we we weren't the only reason. We weren't the only ones who thought that. Yeah. Um. And I I'm still trying to wrap my brain around it. Um. Yeah. So. Um. But I was why I was said this is I don't know if these people and the format of this show can handle COVID. It's like yeah, it's such an oppressive thing. And I think that's why it's such a drudgery because season three and season four were so much fun to watch. It's hard really for many shows to handle yeah. COVID because yeah. none of us – we're it's a year now. We're all, um, um, we're all sick of uh, – and literally it has been a year. I remember my sister-in-law – called me on march 11th because you know y'all she works for the department of yeah. health and she said what do you do for your birthday i said well i'm gonna go do this i'm gonna do this and she said you're not gonna do any of that because you don't know this but everything's about to shut down you need to stay home and i went mm-hmm. oh. so but even talking about that nobody wants to hear that anymore we get it right people are doing all these uh, these like a year remembering since and they're telling the stories of when covid happened and i was like I, this just happened. I don't need to hear like you're you recounting this with the underplay of music for ten minutes. Yeah, Whatever. yeah. I'm even bored talking about it. Um. Anyway, uh, basically, we get a little bit from "Take Me Down to the River and I'll Pray." <laughs> gonna celebrate with my grandmother in the afterlife. Gonna After love my life. grandmother. Gonna see her in heaven again because they've died Jesus blood. <laughs> We're going to talk about her grandfather Brother. and we're going to play together ever. Ain't, ain't no Jews in heaven. Wait. Uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> That's something they leave out of the songs. Um, it's something they say is, all the time. Is telling like, you is telling you who's in heaven. <laughs> not. I, I didn't come from that, but you, you have been around charts where people oh, do yeah. that a lot. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Heaven, heaven, heaven's heaven's a, like a like Studio Fifty Four. It's really hard to get in. And evangelical, I didn't know that. I thought evangelical uh, churches. There's only like even some denominations don't get in. <laughs> Sometimes oh, Catholics just, don't for sure. Just Baptists get into heaven. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Even even if and if you haven't been told about Jesus, you don't get in either. So you better have been lucky enough. I know you need money, Brother Poodle. Have you been playing at that Episcopal church? Because you know what they say about them. I just want you to walk the streets of gold, Brother Poodle. Mm-hmm. It's anyway. interesting when they would talk about walking the streets of gold. I'm like, I thought money didn't matter in heaven. I, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. Anyway, so we, we uh, Stephen is still sending Lindsay flowers. 
And they are apparently – this is when the timeline got a little weird because they kept saying this day, this day, this day. Yeah, I didn't know if they were flash-forwarding, but apparently – I feel like they did. They're talking. Um, they're talking. He's sending her flowers even though he deleted his Instagram post. It shows – yeah, you're right. It showed them talking a lot, and I'm like – are they talking a lot in two days? Because it showed different days. It felt like it was like four or five days. So, but there, let's just go ahead and finish talking about Lindsay and Stevens. Yeah. If that's okay. Because that's what kind of the, the name of the show is basically finally Lindsay, like, of course, Lindsay gives him. She wants a, another grand homework. gesture. I think Steven and Lindsay probably are in a mother son dynamic rather than a relate. A, totally. A partner. That's and totally she, what it is. And she gives him homework, and so he ends up doing, y'all, he ends up doing a fucking eight-page eight PowerPoint <laughs> about what a relationship is. This is exactly what you can't do if you're going to – because, y'all, a PowerPoint is so one-sided. It Because, you know, she's like, great, I'll review this. Because you're trying – and he, he, his, he's in marketing, so he's trying to – kind of like fix his relationship like you would fix a problem client um, work it's not y'all there was fucking clip art on this powerpoint there was clip art on the powerpoint and <laughs> Lindsay, this is the problem Lindsay. Lindsay says you know this is the way his brain thinks and i just have to accept that and i get that that somehow this is how people think but it's also and i think this is what danny is trying to say but if this is who he is and how he thinks right that's not the right person for you to be like if somebody else wants to, it's not, I actually don't think Steven's a bad guy. I think he's no. a totally fine guy. And I think that's great if he thinks them that way. I'm just saying for Danny, that's the worst part, or for Lindsay, yeah. that's the worst possible person for her to be with. Well, she's, he's never going to, he's never going to be access himself super emotionally. He's always going to do something because he should do it. Um, and Lindsay needs, Someone actually who can access emotional because actually she is a very emotional, but she's oh, yeah. also that she is that type A making power. She's the planner and the scheduler, and she actually needs someone that's a little more emotional and a little bit more of like a loose cannon and kind of relaxed. She needs someone with a lot of money and a lot of time yeah. to spend with her. Yep. She needs and, to be adored. Yeah, and she needs an older guy. I don't know if she she might be able to get over her age thing, but, but an older guy doesn't want to have babies. That's well, what, that's what she, no, no, I'm saying that's yeah. what she thinks in her head. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, <laughs> so I just kind of left. I'll, I'll review this. I'll, I'll get back to you. This. We're just kind of left with, we don't know what's happening. They're talking and that's where we are. <clears throat> and, the, and you, I don't know if you saw some of the PowerPoint stuff. Um, I kind of, I kind of stopped it and paused Y'all, it was all empty stuff that you get from like relationship books. Nothing felt personal. No. Nothing. And that's my biggest issue is if they could have just talked instead of talking in hypotheticals, even when Lindsay talks about, you know, my love language is quality time. Instead of saying that, say something like, all I, all, all I want you to do is spend time with me. I, all I want you to do is let's go over to to those chairs over there and spend like two hours and if you if you use specifics but there everyone wants to talk in this like pseudo we've all read way too many relationship books and we all like to talk in generalities and that's not how someone that a relationship's going to be fixed yeah no 
Um, anyway, um, Danielle does say to Lindsay as her parting thing, he's going to always be a project for you. Continue to be, you're going to have to continue to fix him. Yeah, and she's right. And she's right. And that's going to be hard for Lindsay, period, with anyone, because that's Lindsay. <clears throat> right. Anyway, um, what else happened with people? So I feel like that was most. What else? I can't that remember. was mostly it. Um, I guess we could talk about Saturday. It really, kind of is. It's really just Saturday happened. The par- the party, and then oh, the stove um, got fixed, y'all. Oh, thank God! It took them three weeks to fix the fucking stove. <laughs> wow! Uh, and then they kept the toaster <laughs> ovens there, and that took up the counter space. I was confused. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there, there's not a, not a ton of stuff that happened. You, there was a little bit of uh, Sierra does they they get in a conversation with Sierra. We find a little mo- more about her, but uh, they ask her if she miss Paige says she misses home, and Sierra's like, "Yeah, I just miss my cat." And from a misunderstanding, like you missed your dad, they're like, "No, I meant my cat, but barely talked to my dad." And then. Y'all, a tale of daddy is used. She was not invited to her father's wedding. That's awful. That's awful. Awful. (laughs) Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if your father, if you want to go and your father is disinvites you to his wedding and chooses his new wife. Over you, you've got a selfish father. Yeah. That's it. There's there's nothing else to say. I agree with that. Because you can tell she could be somebody that has, like, super hard daddy issues. And instead, she really has kind of worked on herself. She's went to therapy. Yeah. Going to therapy. And, and she doesn't have this, like, I'm a woke person about it. She's just more kind of like, it is what it is, and I've worked through it. And it's really, I mean, good for her. Good I, for her. I agree. I like her. I think she's a snooze for reality TV, unfortunately. I agree with that. The most I, I, interesting thing about her is her messy as fuck room. <laughs> I think in person, she's probably fun to hang out with and wonderful, and you have great I conversations. I, I totally get it. That's um, not like reality TV, y'all. I don't want to hang out with Lindsay in real life. Right. But she's great reality TV. Oh, yeah. No, she'd be an absolute like like horror <laughs> in yeah. your real life. So oh, would yes. Kyle. So would oh, Kyle. Yeah. Ugh. And so, the only the yeah. only reason that Luke is on the show is because he's a fuckboy and causes drama by flirting with girls. This is true. Yeah. So you talked about that. And then we get a little bit of Kyle and Hannah. They're kind of having this outside party and they're all just trying to relax. Again, it's like, let's have fun. And um, they're just kind of talking and Kyle's there. Everybody's there and they're just talking and, and Hannah's like basically says out of the blue, Hey, how about we stop judging people for how hard they work? N- no, it wasn't out of the blue. I felt like it was so out of the blue. No, he so said, aggressive. you didn't hear what he said before that. What did he um, say? He said, oh, now I can't find it. Um, where is it? Um, cause it's Kyle that was talking. I missed it then. He said, um, I know what it was. He's complaining. They complain about Sierra. I I wrote the rift is developing between the younger people and the older people in the house. Um, And where was it? Here, I think it's my next page. Look through this. That's fine. um, Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. 
Um, there he he's already uh he's already needling her by saying, "Don't turn the music up too loud, Hannah," and little things like that already. You mean from earlier that night, or he no, was doing that at the, the party? The next day, too. the party. The party. Oh, I missed that. Okay, I missed that. <laughs> and then. Uh, so then they're talking about where is it, y'all? Because the, Kyle and Kyle and Danny were up one night at like nine o'clock playing music loud, and Paige and Hannah <clears> kind of broke out about it. And Kyle was like, "I'm just trying to have fun. I just yeah, I like to party. I like it's it so the hard. it's the it's the divide in the house." And yeah. and also Kyle thinks that they don't work because they don't have a nine to five job. So yeah. he says, "Um, uh, here it is, um." Sierra says, uh, where is it? They're talking about the PowerPoint thing. And uh, he says, well, as long as you don't play music or something like that. And then where he, he says something before that. I, I wrote it down. Riveting. But uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to – you said something I, I didn't think was accurate. Because, no, no, no. I appreciate, I'm just making um, a joke. And, uh, and Hannah does say, why do you stop – I know. I think she was talking about maybe – you're maybe people are she's like I'm, people are partying that they go to bed so early or something and, like well, that and i think it, i guess what <clears> hannah <throat> did too it seems like they were all kind of talking passive aggressively about stuff and hannah just went straight she to did she went aggro yeah. um and so they have a blow up amanda goes oh and Paige says the problem is kyle and um hannah are this kind of the same they're having the same argument and uh and they both want to be right they both they wanna, both want to be and she also said this is true they both want to be the center of attention right and um, more moreover than being right Paige said this and I think this is actually true it's not that they want to be right they want the other person to be so wrong yeah they feel they shame prove the other person wrong and they're it is a game that they're playing Paige is a wise bitch <laughs> she's my favorite on the show she's my favorite on the show <clears throat> i love her so much um carl is back you guys at the end of the yeah. episode um he, he obviously like quarantine. He, has, he has to quarantine probably in his room i don't know how long maybe 72 hours something no, like that like a week really well depend on when they film the show because it's the cdc guidelines have been changing so much you know because it was two mm-hmm. weeks and it was like four days, and it was like t- now I think now it's ten days, so it just changes. Yeah. Wow. So um, basically, uh, th- there's just like a little bit at the end of Hannah and Paige and saying, "If my fiance was fighting with all of my friends, I would dump him." Uh, so there's still animosity between Kyle and Hannah, and that's probably going to continue. Now, um, what I, what I'm more excited about is. They said on this season, oh, we get a little bit of we uh, this episode, Hannah. We see that she's starting to talk to Des. Des, yes, who, Des. who she now is engaged. To. Who is a who um, is a um? Now this medium. was this was some timeline stuff because basically Hannah said we don't we we really not talked or anything before I went in the house, and I don't know if that's true. I don't think that that's, she said what, he kind of slid into her DM. I don't think right. that's true, but people have been questioning the timeline. Do you think they've <clears> been listening to us though? Because they said uh, this is the mid-season finale, I think, because they say the for the on the rest of this season of Summer House, and it finally looks like shit's getting dramatic. Let's hope so. So maybe it's like only Carl's fighting with Luke. Luke's fighting. Oh, Kyle's it's gonna get dramatic. Luke. Like it. It looks bazonkers. 
but Lindsay so- is fighting with Lindsay's fighting with Supposed Amanda. Lindsay sleeps with Luke. It, it, this, of course, she does. This looks fucking bonkers, and I hope it goes there. Um, we need it. I'm trying to think. Was there anything else you had? This was kind no, of a besides yeah. the PowerPoint thing, oh, y'all. Yeah, that was basically it. Kyle got hit in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, who cares? That's All it. of a sudden, it was a joke when you were at ten years old when you thought that oh, was the funniest thing in the world. That was it. It's still really funny when someone gets hit in the nuts. It is. It is. It's like farting. It's still funny, y'all. Um, I think funny. that's it. That's it. Y'all, that's the show. You can go to realitygatespodcast.com for all of the information on our other shows. Uh, you can also uh, hit us up. Well, you can hit – I was going to say both of us on Cameo. I pause my Cameo for the week. It should be paused. You can hit so, me up. I'm, uh, I'm still on Cameo. If you need a Civil War letter, <laughs> you just I still got that. I got to break out that wig again. I got to record one more before the day's over. So y'all, y'all can hit us up there and we appreciate you so much. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review until March 28th and see if you can win a free year at the $8 tier of our Supercast content. Yes. And uh, we don't have a sign-off for this show, do we? No. (laughs) Okay, everybody. Bye. Go get yourself. Go fuck yourself. And we'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 